You're listening to the Keef to the City podcast. We're gonna turn these dreams into an empire, empire, the an empire, empire, the into an empire, empire. All right, what a painful loss that was. The Yankees lose to the Mets 9 to 7 on Thursday afternoon at City Field. Uh, the Yankees held a 4-0 lead. They blew that. They held a 7-4 lead. They blew that. They began extra innings with a perfect setup. Tyler Wade on second base and no outs in the top of the order up, and they blew that. And now the Yankees are 20-16. and They were once 16-6. and Now they're 20-16. and The Blue Jays came back to beat the Red Sox on Thursday night, so now the Yankees and the Blue Jays have the same record. They're both 20-16. and And the only thing separating the two with the Yankees slightly above them, is the percentage points from record within the AL East. And the Yankees have a .014 percentage point lead over the Blue Jays to currently be the sixth seed. Without that, they're the eighth seed. And as the eighth seed, they'd be lined up to play the Rays in the first round best of three with all three games at Tropicana Field. So the Yankees have gone from World Series favorite to American League favorite to American League East favorite, to four seed, to six seed, to now possibly the eight seed. And the only thing separating them from being the ninth seed and out of the playoffs, where the Tigers are, is two games in the loss column. So the Yankees are four games back of the Rays for the division, and they're only two games up on the Tigers to even be in the playoffs. That's how far this team has fallen over the last few weeks. That's how far they've dropped that they'll now play on the road all three games in the first round if there's no playoff bubble. This season has quickly unraveled on them. And they can blame the injuries all they want. Every team has injuries. Every team's dealing with their fair share of injuries. The Yankees' injuries, they're not even freak. They're not really anything other than expected. All of the Yankees' injuries are soft tissue and muscle injuries. The same injuries they had last year. They didn't get any better at fixing them. Yeah, they revamped the training staff. Yeah, they restructured the medical staff. It's not the training staff or the medical staff's fault. They have a bunch of frail, soft players. They can't play through whatever's bothering them. Hamstring strains, calf strains. It's just it's the same old thing with them. No one's breaking their arm. No one's breaking their leg. No one's tearing their ACL. It's soft tissue and muscle injuries. And it's not an excuse. This team has fallen apart. And the injuries aren't the reason why. Bad starting pitching, bad relief pitching, bad managing, an offense that's sporadic and doesn't show up. And the next man up thing last year was all so fun. And when it started up this year, it was fun as well. But eventually, that fun's going to wear out. There's a reason it's called next man up and not next everyday player up. Because they're not everyday players. And when they're forced into these roles of playing every day, they get exposed. And they get exposed, they don't hit, and the Yankees lose. And they've done a lot of that lately. So much so that they're now tied with the Blue Jays. And I can't even believe they're at this point. It was unthinkable that they would possibly be on the bubble of the playoffs. Eight teams, they were supposed to be a lock. Even with five teams. I was upset when the eight teams were announced. Because at five teams, I felt, okay, the Yankees will win the division, get it past the ALDS like they did last year. With eight teams, I'm thinking, oh, God. Best of three against anyone. Any team could lose to any other team in a best of three. The 2009 Yankees lost best of three at home at Yankee Stadium to the Nationals. 
who were the worst team in the league that year. For as much beating up as the Yankees do on the Orioles, they could easily lose a best of three to the Orioles. And that scared me to the point that I was so adamantly against the 18 playoff. And now, without the 18 playoff, there would be no Yankees baseball in October. That's the only thing keeping them alive is the fact that they let three more teams in. How long will their October last if they play like this? Not very long, especially if they have to go to the drop for three games. We've seen what the Rays do to them at the drop. We've seen what the Rays do to them at Yankee Stadium. And it seems like it's unavoidable now that they're going to be on the road in this in this first round best of three. It might not be against the Rays. They might not fall as far as eight, but they could. They're tied with the Blue Jays. They still have 10 games left out of their 24. 10 to the 24 are against the Blue Jays. They haven't even played them yet. And every time I look up, the Blue Jays are playing someone tight or winning. Every time I look up, the Tigers are winning. And I get that it will be tough for the Tigers to make the playoffs with because it would mean four teams in the Central make the playoffs. And over the next few weeks, they'll all beat up on each other, hopefully to the point that if the Yankees just win enough, they'll be in and it won't be a problem. But it could be. It certainly could be a problem. It's a problem right now. And I haven't heard anything lately from all the people who said, everything will be fine, and don't worry, the Yankees are a lock. They don't need to play with urgency. Well, they haven't. They keep giving starts to J-Hap. They keep giving high-leverage situations to bad relievers before this downward spiral happened, and they thought, oh, shit, we should probably start trying to win. They kept up their load management strategy, which didn't prevent injuries. They gave unnecessary rest to players and pitchers along the way that they didn't have to in winnable games, and they blew those. And they've treated this season like it's a formality, like they're going to be in the playoffs just because they were last year, or that they're going to be in the playoffs because they're the New York Yankees and they've spent more money than any other team in the league. They even treated it like, hey, this is our opportunity to have the best record in baseball to get prepared for the playoffs. They've just played with that old, hey, get in, see what happens mentality. And with this team, the way they're playing, they get in, they'll see what happens. The season will be over in two days. Thursday's loss was embarrassing. To lose to the Mets like that, a team that is so bad. They're so bad. And blowing a four-run lead and a three-run lead in the same game. And they blew the first lead 4 nothing because of Jay Happ. What is he doing in the game at that point? How does, how does Aaron Boone sit there in the dugout and watch this guy blow another lead and not do anything about it? In Happ's starts this season, on July 30th, he was given a 5 nothing lead before he even took the mound. And he gave four runs back in the first two innings and had to be pulled. And in his next start on August 5th, he was given a 3 nothing lead after two innings. And in the third inning, he gave it all back and then some, putting his team behind 4-3. In that game, when he allowed those four runs... He allowed a walk, a two-run home run, another walk, a single, another walk, another walk to walk in a run, and then he was still allowed to finish the inning by Aaron Boone. On August 16th, yeah, he beat the Red Sox. Wow, great job. Worst team in baseball. Good job. On August 16th, the All-Star started to complain openly about his vesting option, which he felt the Yankees were skipping his starts on purpose. Yeah, no shit they're skipping your starts. You stink. Why do you think they should let you pitch? And then August 25th, he went even farther and said that they are skipping his starts for his vesting option, which kicks in after 10 starts, which he's not going to get to. And when he's doing all this complaining, at a 639 ERA. And then he finally shows up for the first time since the end of the regular season in 2018, and he beats the Mets last weekend. Any great start. Yeah, that's fine. But he was going to have a good start eventually. He's a major league pitcher, or at least a fringe major league pitcher. If given enough chances, he's probably going to come through eventually. Just like Brett Gardner, you give the guy every day at bats, he'll go for four for two weeks, and then he'll hit, and then he'll get a hit. Doesn't mean he found it. Doesn't mean he turned the corner. 
And then there's yesterday where Hap's given a 4 nothing lead and he blows it completely. And he was allowed to blow it completely. Aaron Boone sat there and watched it happen and let it happen. And then the Yankees get the lead back 7-4. Zach Britton comes in. He's horrible. An inning, two hits, a walk. He just wasn't good. But Araldis Chapman comes in and he was even worse. And I have no confidence in him at all. I tweeted the other night that my confidence level with him on a scale of 1 to 10 was a 2.4. Well, that's down now. That's a 1.3 at best. I don't even know if it's at a 1. He's allowed four runs this year in four innings. And if you go back to September 7th of last season, in the last 13 and two-thirds innings, he's allowed four home runs. One on that September 7th. The walk-off bombed Jose Altuve in Game 6 of the LCS, and then two this year. He just isn't good. He, he can't command his fastball. When he needs, he's behind every hitter, and then he has to throw a strike, so he lays the fastball in there to major league hitters who are sitting on it, or he has to throw a get-me-over slider, and that gets cranked. He's just lost it. He can't be trusted. And he, and he made excuses after the game. He didn't talk about how he wasn't good or didn't make pitches or got beat. He, he talked about how his fastball is getting better, how his fastball is getting better every day that goes by. What, what are you talking about? Your fastball is getting better. You, you look worse now than you did in your first appearance this season. So Chapman made excuses. Hap made excuses by saying he's one, he was one strike away from getting out of it. What are, what are you talking about, Jay Hap? And Chapman even kept going, saying, this team will be fine. What's fine? You were 16-6. and six. Now you're 20-16. and 16. But the worst is Aaron Boone. He sat there. He let Jay Hap blow the game. And then after the game, he has the balls to sit there and say, it's a tough one to lose because we did a lot of good things today. What were the good things? Blowing a 4-0 lead? Personally letting your starting pitcher blow the 4-0 lead? Blowing a 7-4 lead? Watching your setup man and closer melt down? Having your base running specialist get doubled off second and extras? Are these all the good things that happened? And Boone said, we've got to build on the good things we have did. We were set up there to close it out, it just didn't happen today, and we've got to turn the page real quick. I'm sick and tired of hearing about turning the page, or having a short memory are coming back and playing better tomorrow. The time is running out. There's 24 games left. The season is unraveling. It's falling apart. It's getting out of control. And Aaron Boone keeps acting like there's no problem. The Yankees moved on from Joe Girardi because they claimed he was too tense and it made the clubhouse and the players too tense. Well, Aaron Boone's buddy-buddy, everything is sunshine and rainbows, Southern California approach isn't exactly working. Because all he's doing is is letting his players know that losing isn't a big deal. So when they get laughed at like they were by the Rays on Wednesday, or humiliated like they were by the Mets on Thursday, they don't seem to care. And why would they? Why should they? Their manager doesn't seem to care. And Yankees fans shouldn't care either. Why care? This team doesn't care. Eh, it's just another day. We'll get them tomorrow. There's not always a tomorrow. There wasn't a tomorrow when Aaron Boone mismanaged the team out of the ALDS. There wasn't a tomorrow when Araldis Chapman gave up that fucking shot to Jose Altuve and there won't be a tomorrow if they keep losing this championship window is not going to last forever it's really not and if you want to claim 2019 was their first real year of contention supposed year because you want to say they arrived early in 17 and they you know they still were a little early in 18 well this would be the second year right now do you think this team is going to contend for a championship with the way they're playing the way they're pitching the way they're hitting with the way they're managing I don't I don't know how you could and you got to win four postseason series. It's going to be tough for this team to even get out of the first round, let alone then somehow win a best of five and a best of seven and another best of seven. 
First, they've got to get healthy, and they're not really close to doing that. Glaber Torres at the alternate site. John Carlos Stan still is a ways away, they said on Thursday. Aaron Judge, no one's even talking about him. Who knows if you'll see him again this year. And, and James Paxton is starting to throw again. Who cares? You want James Paxton to start a postseason game? This team has to turn it around. They have to. I can't imagine that they're not going to play in October. But then at the same time, I can't imagine them winning even if they do play in October. What happened to the team that was 8-1 and one and 16-6? and six? Because it's not just injuries. It's bigger than that. The Yankees have four games over the next three days against the Orioles. Doubleheader on Friday. They have 19 straight wins against the Orioles, and they need those to keep that winning streak going more than ever right now. They need that 19-game winning streak to be 23 at the end of Sunday. Can't afford, game, can't afford to have this thing come to an end now. Can't afford to be losing games to the Orioles now. They've got to get back on track here before they play Toronto. Because the last thing you want to do is be the 8th seed. Because if you're the 8th seed, you might as well be the ninth seed and stay home. That'll do it for today. I'll be back on Saturday to talk about the doubleheader against the Orioles. Thanks for listening. Sitting-